Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 19, Wrath of the Villains, Azrael. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Azrael! Yeah. A.K.A. somebody can't cope with coming back from the dead. I can see how that could be a problem. Eh. Wussy I, I, I baby. Think I know, right? I, we've seen so many people come from come back from the dead that this is... It's, yeah. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. So... Um, I thought it was a good episode, though. <laughs> I thought it was a very good episode. Yeah. Very little Jim. Very little Jim. Very little Jim. Which is always a winner in our book. Um, we got some Nygma. We got some good Nygma. Like mm-hmm. some for real. Yeah, we did. That was excellent. Nygma. Um, a little bit of Penguin. Just a little. Just a sprinkling. Just enough to remind us that he's there. And uh, Azrael was, okay, <laughs> some of these scenes were shot so badly. <laughs> I realize they're on a budget, and I realize they're going with the whole comic book deal, dealio. But some of the ways, some of these scenes were—they were so dramatic, <gasps> dude. His costume did not look that great. Okay, it really didn't. I mean, of course, I we were—I was kind of—I'm kind of spoiled on Batman: Arkham Knight, right? And Ezreal's costume in that's pretty epic. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty epic. So I loved this episode. I had a good time with it. I did too. I did too. It was very enjoyable. Barnes got stabbed. A lot. A lot. <laughs> and that made me happy. But yeah. is he dead? I am saying yes. That is my official vote. I'm saying no. Ooh, agree to disagree. When they carted him off on the gurney, his head was not covered. Like you would a dead person. Yeah, they could still be trying to save him. I think he's could gonna be. Die. Could be, but I. But he is not dead right there. Because then I think. Then I think Jim's gonna come back to the GCPD now. Well, and, of course he is. He's got to get back somehow. Now that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to survive. Right. But I don't think he's dead yet. Oh, I don't. I don't necessarily think he's dead yet. I don't really care. I just know he's. <laughs> just, he, I don't care. He's gonna die. Just get off my screen. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I, I'm afraid he's going to be back. At least in some capacity. Yeah. Uh, so. so, we have some pre-back, correct? We do. We, um, it has been two weeks. Yes. Since we've recorded Gotham. Yes. Bless all of you for hanging out there and waiting with us. But we got some tweets uh, way back when. Okay. And uh, Kim, Kim tweeted at us about, she said, uh, I wonder if the show is waiting to see Jared Leto's take on the Joker and Suicide <laughs> Squad before unveiling their version. Um, I don't think anybody cares about Jared Leto's. Okay, we don't care. I am not looking forward to Hipster Joker and like... All this press about him being like, oh, it's so edgy For and it's being, so... He and was it's a, a nightmare. And he it's was a, a nightmare. And it's a PG-13 movie. And just, I think his attitude is spoiling me on it. The fact that he was such a dick to his castmates. And people have brought up the fact that they're like, hey, hasn't Mark Hamill played the Joker for like 20 fucking years and he's not a nut bar? And they're like, yeah, because he's not an ass. That's true. So I, I'm just... I'm not looking forward to Hipster Joker, Joker honestly. I, it's it's almost like Jared Leto took the saw an opportunity to act crazy and and ran with it and just Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I'm, and and that's not to say that like cuz I know Jack Nicholson said it affected him. Um I know it affected Heath Ledger. That's not to say you can't be affected by the Heath, role, but Heath, it's not licensed to be a dick. Heath Ledger was pre pre 
he was prepped for it. Yeah. Pre- what's the word I'm looking for? Not preposition. Prepared? Pre- no. He was set up to, to fall with his depression and everything anyway. He yeah. was. Yeah. Predis- predestined? Pre- not predestined. Predisposed? Predisposed, yeah. I think predisposed that's what you're to that, that mentality of, yeah. of falling apart. Bless his heart. Yeah. I mean. But he didn't take it out on his castmates and just no. used it as an opportunity to act like an ass. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I, I, I don't know if, I don't think, I think they're just holding out on the Joker. Because, because it's they the big, know we want him. It's the big tease. Yeah. I was really hoping we'd hear him tonight, but we didn't. Yeah. Or in this show. Um, they haven't resurrected him yet. That we know. That we know of. That, they've only, yeah, they've only resurrected. Uh, as they said, this is the first one. Right, right. Anyway, so um, Kim also tweets at us. Um, our last podcast. Great podcast. Um, I, too, love the episode. Alfred, Lucius, and Harvey with minimal Jim, who has way more chemistry with Stabby than with Lee. Yep. It's kind of scary. It's, well, you know, it's Lee's character started strong and then fell apart. Yep. And Barb was dumb mm-hmm. and then got better. So I'm not sure how that happened. Um, so we also have, I'm opening something else. Okay. Uh, we have a random email. Cool. From I like those. Greg. It says, hey, ladies. Hi. My name is Greg. I listen to your Gotham, Agent Carter, MCU, and Random Movie Podcast. Damn, that's awesome. I enjoy listening to women talk about things I'm interested in. Well, you know what? We like talking about things. <laughs> we do. A lot. A lot. <laughs> uh, and he goes on and he talks about Age of Ultron and um, some Agent Carter stuff, which is not relevant to this podcast. So, But still awesome. Still awesome. Um, so I will probably bring it up on our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast that Greg does not list. I mean, Agent Carter, MCU, but no Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Mm. Mm. I wonder what that's about. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, we appreciate you listening. We love that you wrote in. We would love to hear more from you. We'd like to hear your feedback on Gotham or MCU, if you, you know, Civil War, we're going to be recording that before too long. So we'd love to hear you talk about that at us. So thanks for writing in. We'd love to hear more from you. Heck yeah. So, but we'll talk more about that in um, our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast because this is not even a Marvel no. podcast. No. So. Not even in the Not even family. in the, no. Mm-mm. So um, now I do have some feedback for after okay cool so all right so you ready to get in the recap i am all right this was directed by larissa um kondraki and um not that up not a ton on uh imdb that that was interesting to me i did notice uh directed i think an episode of better call saul which is you know very popular very popular right now and also relevant to your interests the uh, season five, episode eleven of The Walking Dead, The Distance. I don't really remember what episode that was. You um, don't know them all off the top of your head, gosh. I do. You? Um, I don't actually. I figured you would have to go look it up. I'm gonna have to go look it up yeah. now. Um, it was written by Ken Woodruff and Jim Barnes, and Ken Woodruff uh, wrote Arkham, Harvey Dent, The Scarecrow, Beasts of Prey, Knock Knock, and Mister Freeze. Some good, some not so good. And then Jim Barnes wrote on Tonight's the Night. Um, and then in addition to 
these Gotham credits. He wrote on Nikita Revolution, Falling Skies, and that's it. That's all that's on his IMDb. So, there you go. As Anya looks up the Walking Dead episode. For your listening pleasure, elevator music out of my mouth. And Curbing from a devastating... Okay. Yeah. Oh, this is the episode where they meet Aaron. Okay. The gay guy. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. I like him. Okay, okay. That episode. It was a not a bad episode, just not... But a lady director, so... I'll take the lady director every freaking time. Yeah, so... Um, so we start off with um, Theo not adjusting very well. Um, he is... Uh, he's been mostly dead all day. He Yeah, and he's he's been finger painting with blood. Um, As you do. And raving and, and ranting. And um, Strange and Miss Peabody are watching. And um, apparently he's been doing this since he woke up. And um, a year ago, apparently, Strange that- still has like a science boner about this, though. I know, man. Okay, baby, I need you to not breathe into the microphone. Okay, I'm sorry, I have a dog in my lap. He's quite needy right now. Um, and so uh, it turns out that that Strange tells tells Peabody that Theo has been ranting about things from this book. It is the Will and Order of Saint Dumas. Mm-hmm. And so um, he is. He said that Theo is remembering stuff, but he's only remembering stuff from this book. Yeah, he's, it's like he's only remembering a part of his brain. Right, right. And it just happens to be this that. particular memory center. Yeah. Which, okay, so that would mean Galavan would had to have memorized this entire book. Yeah, I was kind of wondering about that. But which, then again, he's in a cult, so that... True. And Hugo Strange just happens to have a copy. Yeah, okay, that was my that was my bone with this, was that how did Strange know what he was ranting from and then find a copy? Well, I could, okay, you could reasonably accept that Hugo Strange knew about the Order of St. Dumas. Yeah. He seems to know quite a bit about Goth. Them in and of its, I mean, you got them in general. History. Well, there's, yeah. not, I mean, the the Galavan's history has been seeped into Gotham from yeah. you know hundreds That's of true. years, and you know, as a good Gothamite, he would know his city's history. And, uh, but the fact that he happens to have the sacred text, and that's a really secretive society, I'm assuming. I'm assuming they're not just like handing out copies yeah, of the books they're not the on the corner. No. They're not, you know, putting it in every hotel. They're not Hari Krishnaing their, you know. No. So, yeah, that was, you know, it's a stretch. But I guess you got to work with something. Yeah. But I think it introduces the concept of the book in a story. Yeah. Which they get to later. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll allow it. Um. So, this is when Jim goes to see Doctor Strange, not that one. And um, he's like, uh, he mentions something about a client. Um, he's looking into, uh, the woman, Karen, that, that was killed with Karen of the Dino Claw. Karen Jennings. Karen Jennings. And so Jim is like, um, I know about Pinewood Farms. I know she was a test subject. Blah, blah, blah. I know you were involved. And so Strange is like, yeah, uh, Thomas Wayne started it. It was supposed to be this great cure, um, place to find cures for stuff and da, 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 da. And he's like, I was just a researcher. And Jim's like, I'm pretty sure that's a lie. And he goes like, oh, um, Thomas is the one that he kept everything really compartmentalized and he only knew a little bit about what was going on and that Thomas was the one that lied to all of them. <gasps> um, and so he says he was the one that 
insisted the project be shut down and he was the one that forced Thomas to shut it down. I don't believe And I'm just like, lies. Liar. Liar. Yeah. And so, um, this is when Jim's like, um, I'm pretty sure you ran Pinewood and you're the one that started it back up wherever the hell you are now. Uh, you know, he, cause he doesn't know it's in the basement of Arkham and it's not really Arkham, but for all intents and purposes, he thinks it's happening in Arkham. And, um, Strange is like, okay, so why are you really here, dumbass? And um, he's like, uh, Gotham kind of abandoned you, Jim Gordon. And um, you're not you're not even a police officer anymore. You can't demand answers. Yeah. And so, um, and again, Jim's like, oh, well, I have a client. And <laughs> Strange is like, oh, you mean Bruce Wayne? Because <laughs> I'm not dumb and I figured was, it out. You know, that was such a big secret. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I'm pretty sure you're just doing this for yourself. Um, and uh, this is when, you know, Jim gets, uh, Jim, Jim, doesn't gets, Jim lie to him? Jim gets Jimmy? Yeah. No, not yet. He brings up uh, Victor Fry's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what about Victor Fry's? I saw him last night. Strange is like, like, no, that's impossible. he's dead. And that's when Jim holds out the envelope and says that it's uh, a warrant to exhume Fry's body. That's what it was. Body. Yeah. And uh, Strange says, well, he was cremated. <gasps> Isn't that convenient? It is convenient. He's and totally not running around downstairs in a suit. And when he leaves, he opens the envelope. And I was like, what's in it? It's nothing. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Um, yeah. And so, which, again, they wouldn't have a private well, eye, who's well, not even a licensed private eye, mind you. No, he's Handing not. out a warrant. And like, they, they both talk about reading tells, because, like, uh, Strange says, oh, you have tells. I know then you're lying, these ticks and whatnot, which I can yeah. buy from Strange. Yeah. But then when he, <laughs> when when Strange says that he had the body cremated, she's like, oh, I can read tells, too. You're lying, and I need you to be sure you were behind all of this. And now I am. And I'm like... How the fuck? Jim, you don't know shit. Did you figure any... I mean, we know. I mean, yeah. we know because we're the omnipotent audience, but there is no... What did and, Jim get out of and that? And this is a Jim who didn't notice when Barb came back from her adventures with a serial killer that she was, in fact, the killer. Yeah. He didn't notice that until she tried to, like, murder Lee. So, yeah. Jim doesn't notice shit. Who so, we haven't heard from in several episodes. Yeah. Excuse me, I got a hip, a hip up. So Hippo. this is when um, we go to like the day room or whatever and um, at Arkham. And uh, Aaron Helsinger is not a happy bunny. He uh, He's very upset because uh, Rudy has called him fat. Oh, no. And so Ed has to kind of get between them. And he, he does this, this big... Um, this big uh, speech about how Rudy has multiple personalities and it was one of Rudy's personalities that called him fat and she's really kind of like a ghost and then he makes a show of talking to Lucy and it turns out... Which was out, great, by the way. Yeah, and it turns out Lucy didn't really say that and, and um, Helsinger apologizes. This is when Jim comes by and Ed's like, hey, buddy. Um, he's like, I'm going to be out soon just to let you know and Jim's like... Um, was uh, it? He says, um, I'll find my way out. This is just one big puzzle. Nobody beats me. And Jim's like, uh, I, I did. I beat you. Which Jim's, they, now there has been a precedent that Jim has always known the answer to. Yes. 
they laid that groundwork ever since have. the first season, episode. Season one, they laid the groundwork that Jim knows the answer to Ed's, Ed's riddles. Riddles, which I think is really interesting. I do too. It's probably one of Jim's only redeeming qualities. Yeah. That and his chemistry with Bullock. And if they didn't have but, that, I'd be super pissed about suddenly he's smarter than I'm glad. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they set it up early. So I think the only thing that is setting Ed behind is the is the crazy. Give him time. Because he's got that mania. Yeah. Well, and everything once he can, so... Well, once he can go full-blown Ed Nigma. Yeah. You know, like full-time. Yeah. I think he'll be, he'll, be, he'll be good. Yeah. I'm just waiting for him to start calling himself the Riddler. Um, so this is when, uh, you know, um, Jim leaves and he sees uh, Miss Peabody and Strange walk by. And they're talking about Jim damn Gordon. And Ed's like, oh, hey, uh, I can I can help you. And he's like, that's nice, Mr. Nigman. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, I manipulate all these people. This is what I do. And he starts going around the room. Which was way cool. It was so awesome. He's like, now, Aaron. Aaron needs constant reassurance. And da-da-da-da. This guy's a cannibal with, with um, what was it, uh, space issues as he licks the side of his face. But Ooh. he's like, if you show him a little bit of kindness, he's your friend. And it, it was so entertaining. Yes, it was. Um, and so, Ed, basically, it boils down to everybody has a story. And... Um, Light bulb. Yeah. And so, Hugo's like, oh, you've uh, actu- oh, actually been oh, helpful, Mr. Nigma. Actually Nygma. been helpful. And then they walk away. And I'm like, oh, Ed, you precious pancake of murder. Um, and so, this is when uh, Strange goes through um, goes through the book and he starts telling... Peabody that he's like he has an idea about what to do with Theo. I I have just now just now come to the realization Mrs. Peabody is our audience proxy. Yeah. The one that's going the fuck are you doing? Well Strange explains everything to her. Yes. As you know it's one way for them to explain what Strange is doing. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. And Miss Peabody is constantly what the hell are you doing? Why would you do this? Yeah. 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 Okay. I just, that was the uh, and I like that. that. I'm crossed, okay with that. Yeah. Because I think, I think a lot of times you need an audience proxy. They Even had, West Wing had them. They had to find a way to explain his motives and how he's doing and why he's doing it. Yeah. That, and I still think she looks like, um, Mrs. Mrs. Fredericks from Warehouse 13. Yeah. yeah. And I love her for it. I do too. She had great <sighs> lipstick this episode. She did. You really enjoyed that. I loved that lipstick. <laughs> so this is when uh, this is when Strange is like, we're going to give Theo this great story. And seeing as this is the only thing basically he's uh, latched onto, they're going to decide that he is the patron saint of the order, Azrael. And so he goes into the room that. Um, Azrael's been trapped in for forever. We're not really quite sure. Um, and of course he gets attacked by him like right away and he starts choking him and Peabody's about to call in the guards with massive amounts of Thorazine is how she wants to handle the situation. He's like, no, 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 don't interfere. Don't interfere. And so, um, this is when he's getting, he's getting choked and, um, Strange keeps calling him son. He's like, you've forgotten the code. And Theo lets him go. And he's like, oh, I'm your father. And um, Luke. Demons took your took you to the land of the dead. But but I brought you back. And he tells Theo that um, to remember who he is. 
um, and that, you know, he's Azrael. And so he accepts it, like, right away. And he's like, yes, you're Lord Dumas. What, what, what is your will of me? Okay, so the mental programming is pretty much straight from the comics. Okay. Uh, the only thing that they're ignoring here is that in the comics, uh, the order itself is still very active, which we did, we have seen that part. Yeah. But uh, there has always been an Azrael. Okay. That is, it's it's handed down uh, title by title through the generations. Yeah. There has always been an Azrael. Not um, just in their story, but actually right. in the order. But they're, they they seem to be kind of glossing over that yeah. here, whether they go back and revisit that later, because he talks about he, the sword that they gave him. We'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah. But, but the, the, the idea of the mental programming is part of his origin story. So I have a question for you. I might have an answer. How decimated do you think the order is after everything that happened with them getting decimated after after trying to sacrifice Bruce and Well, from what I understand, uh some of them are still alive. Because Tabitha's not with them, which I think is very no. interesting. Well, I don't think she was ever accepted as part of the order because she's a woman. Okay. Because they were all brothers. You know, brother. Yeah. Uh, bro- you know, it's a fraternity fraternal fraternity type order yeah um but because she was a woman um but you know they came over from somewhere mm-hmm. they were somewhere else they were based out of somewhere I, else i think that and I, I don't know i've gotten the impression that the order of saint dumas is bigger i i kind of think so too so I, I don't think they're so, gone because i kind of like the shadowy organization thing i don't think they're gone it'd be interesting to see if they try to take gotham again and then They've got, you know, Theo over here running around going, I'm Azrael. And they're like, the fuck? <laughs> but there's always been an Azrael. So where was, see, I kept expecting them to bring him in before, yeah. remember? Yeah, yeah. Well, you thought he was going to be Azrael long before this. Yeah, so, or that they were, the order was going to make him Azrael. Yeah. They were con- going to confer the title to him. But that's not what happened. Yeah. So, Okay. Um, so this is when we go to Wayne Manor and Bruce is there um, looking at the picture of Strange with his dad that they found the previous episode. I have the door song stuck in my head. <laughs> and so Jim is there with Harvey and... Um, Where's Alfred? Uh, th- that's a good question. Okay. But Bullock's there. That's all. Who, that's, he already has his hat on. You pointed he does. it out. He, uh, he started off with an angry hat on. And so it turns out that like the evidence they have is... Well, basically shitty, and nobody's going to get a warrant. And so uh, Bruce is really upset because he, you know, he doesn't want to be bound by the rules for this because this goes beyond this. And um, Jim Jim pulls him aside, um, and Jim's like, listen, we have to do the right thing. And Bruce is like, yeah, the right thing has worked out so well for you. Yeah. And, um... So he's like, because um, he reminds him of, of what happened with Theo. Um, and he's like, we need to do what you did with Theo. You had to get, you had to just get rid of him. Damn the law and, and, and what's quote unquote right. You had to take care of him. And so um, Jim's like, uh, you know, I had to, I had to kill the guy in cold blood. And that was the wrong choice. I made the wrong decision. And so he's like, you will regret this if you do the same thing with Strange. Um, you'll keep regretting it. And so... Um, well, what he says to him is, uh, 
quote, it will make you more like the evil you want to fight. You need yep. to be better. It's And they've been piling this on top of Bruce all season, you mm-hmm. know, because uh, Alfred st- tried to stop him from killing. Selena, who we haven't seen in an age, yeah. has tried to stop him from killing. And here's Jim trying. I mean, it's constantly being, yeah. I don't want to say forced onto him, but the, the idea of it is constantly, I mean, it's beginning... If it, it, this is its origin of, of you having to set Words. yourself against set, set yourself apart from these people that are bad. You're better than that, which is weird because the role model behind it is not working because Selena's saying it, but doing it mm-hmm. and Jim says it, but he's doing it. Yeah. You know, it's one of those do what I say, not what I do kind of situations, which yeah. never works. So I don't understand how this is supposed to pan out. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Okay. Um, so we go back to Arkham and uh, Theo is going through his treatment. Um, and so Peabody is watching with Strange. Um, and he's like, well, okay. He explains, again, as the audience proxy explains to her, that he has, his brain was having trouble dealing with the fact that he came back from the dead. So now he has a context to deal with his rebirth with this bullshit story of, I brought you back because demons and bullshit. And so, well, you know, because science doesn't always just work. Yeah. And so, um, because science. Because science, no. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, this is when he explains that um, Theo now thinks he's Asriel, and it's he's this twelfth century knight who died serving Lord Dumas. And so, um, the legend says that, of course, Dumas brought Asriel back to life, and that's the story that they used to tell Theo. So. He says that, Strange says something about, like, their patients um, that that need to be resurrected need to get new personas. His creations. Yes. And so he's like, oh, we'll have to test it to see um, if, the, if the new persona holds. And then if it does, we can do it again. And so we're like, oh, this is great. And he's going to need something to wear. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Hugo, you could have come something better than that. Anyway. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so we go to the day area upstairs, and Miss um, Peabody uh, takes Aaron Helsinger. No. Which you had to remind me was, I was like, I know he's another character, but what was his, It was Amygdala. It was Amygdala. Poor Aaron is just like Poor the Aaron. villain sidekick, because he was he was picked as the, as the villain sidekick for the Electrocutioner. Yeah. Then he got pulled into the Maniacs yeah. to babysit Barb. Now he's back in Arkham again. Plus, he doesn't know nothing to nobody. Poor Helsinger. Um, and so this is when uh, they take him away. And um, as they're leaving, Ed picks a magazine or newspaper or whatever. And he I never did slides go, I, it. He slides it in the in the door so it doesn't catch. I had every intention of going back and reading what the uh, headline was on that newspaper. Because they showed and, it fairly prompt. I mean, they like flashed it yeah. pretty hard. I meant to go back and see what it said. And I can't remember. I, didn't I bet it was it. the Gotham Gazette. I'm sure it was. Yeah. But... What was the headline? Exactly. Um, and so this is when, so he sneaks out because it was really easy. Um, and, um, he's going to follow, he's going to follow them. And as he does, um, he goes, you know, into this dead end and they're gone. Uh-huh. And I'm like, secret door, secret door. That's what he's thinking. Yeah. He wants a puzzle to solve. So Yeah. He loves him some puzzles. So this is when uh, we see Helsinger be taken down downstairs um, and they lock him in uh, the lab. And so 
Oh, this was hilarious. Yeah. And so this is when uh, some orderlies bring in this big metal case. <laughs> and so Strange tells uh, tells Azrael, he's like, oh, this is a demon. So Aaron Helsinger is now a demon. And he's like, the case has everything that you will need to destroy. <laughs> and so Theo picks up the picks case up, and just yeah. knocks him over the head with it. I love that. That was perfect. And and um, Strange is like, um, that, that was great. That but was good. But there's a sword in it. And it's the sword of sin. <gasps> and he's like, I want, I want one. And he's like, what, what should I do? And um, what should I do with it? And Strange is like, well, there's this piece of shit that walks the streets. <laughs> and his name is James Gordon. And uh, this is when Azrael's like, oh, he will die this night. And I'm like, he gets oh. down on one knee and everything. Yeah, I'm it's, like, oh, it's I'm, beautiful. I'm not that lucky. So, yeah. So yeah, we had uh, we had kneeling and we had vowing, which you know, which of is course, never good. Which you know, of course, it means of course he's going to kill Jim Gordon because that's totally what's going to happen. Absolutely, <laughs> because you know he's not nothing can go wrong no. with this. No, no. So yeah, um, so we go to uh, this was bizarre. So Barnes is giving a press conference at a murder scene? Yes, with the the bodies hanging dramatically in the background. That was really weird, even for Gotham. And so, because he's got these these, uh, murder victims, like, hanging upside down. And this is when Jim shows up with Harvey and Bruce. And um, Barnes is like, oh, uh... He's going to go over there to be like, oh, hey, JK, uh, I want to arrest your ass because I know you busted Karen out of custody. And um, he has uh, Jim escorted away by some cops. And um, Bruce actually tries to intervene. And um, he's like, "Um, are you through listening to the truth? And Barnes is like, okay. All right, kid. Jim has three fucking minutes, basically. He's not very happy that Bruce fucking Wayne is involved, no. though. And so we're like, okay, whatever. Um, which, I don't know Jim how Jim's supposed to make a case for he, the thing he actually did, but whatever. Um, so we go to Arkham, and Ed, <laughs> Ed has got his new little friends gathering something for him. Um, of course, uh, what, was, what was his name? Hold on, let me scroll up. Uh, Rudy, I think it was Rudy. Rudy, yeah, the one with the multiple personalities. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. that was Rudy. Uh, Rudy was supposed to um, get a bug zapper, but instead he got a. Oh no, no, no! That was the the crazy cannibal guy. Yeah, it was the can- yeah, it was the cannibal guy that I didn't catch his name. I don't remember his name either. But um, and he was he supposed to the fly swatter. That's true. And so he gets the fly swatter, and Ed's like, "Not what I wanted." And he's like, "Oh, well, it, it kills bugs." And Ed's like, "No, it doesn't have an ultraviolet light." Um, because basically what he's looking for is the secret way out of Arkham. Yeah. Because he figures if Hugo's got a way to ferret patients away, then that's, that's gotta be a way out. Cause he gets Bobby pin from the girl. Mm-hmm. What did he, what did he get from Rudy? Oh, the ammonia. The ammonia. The ammonia. That's right. Yeah. And so, um. Cause he sprays it in the air and they all. Yeah sniff at it and I'm like you people are weird but then again you're an Arkham so yeah so Ed's got a plan uh so we go we go to uh Jim telling Barnes what's what the what is which is basically like Hugo Strange is behind it all and Barnes is like yeah Yeah. that sounds fake and um Jim's like you're too angry to believe the truth 
And so they hear they hear like somebody moving around, and of course this is when Azriel shows up. Isn't this where like Barnes tells Jim maybe one day you should run the GCPD yourself? And Jim says, and like I will, yeah, I will." And I'm like, "Yeah, really?" And I'm like, "Seriously." Oh, God. Um, and so this is when he uh, Azrael pops out all drama queeny because he's got this mask on, full costume, and he tell with with a cape. Well, the the. It's like he sounds like Darth Vader. Yeah, he does. Like a sad Darth really Vader. Bad. Um, and so he starts talking about penance for Jim and um all this all this religious iconography and stuff. And of course he pulls his sword out, and of course they pull their guns out. As you do. And um this is when he like evades them and then they try to shoot him and they can't shoot him. And he ends up kicking Barnes unconscious, and um, he's gonna go go uh, take care of Jim. Of course, Harvey shows up with some other cops, and they shoot him. And it doesn't do anything, but it scares him away. Now, yeah, he goes running off like I don't know some other caped crusader that we know, and they do show Bruce, Bruce watching very carefully. <gasps> like, ooh. ooh, ah, as Azrael bounces around like. Like a parkour uh, pinball. I know it's it's insane, but yeah. Um. So again, the bullets do absolutely no. No, no, damage. they bounce off the armor. Yeah. Um. So this is when we're at the GCPD a little bit later, and Barnes is there, and he is pissed. And Jim, of course, is like, "It's Hugo Strange," and um, I, I'm surprised Barnes wasn't like, "Um, didn't you have a boner that it was like." All these other people, all these other times. Galavan and... Mm-hmm. And, like, he's like, uh, who the fuck is Hugo Strange, probably? Because, you know, Jim didn't even know who Hugo Strange was until, like, the last episode. Yeah. Um, and so... But this is when Bruce wants to know what Barnes is doing about it. And Barnes is like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assemble the strike force and we're gonna, we're gonna find this, well, this crazed masked man and barnes is like why are you it wants to know why bruce is even here bruce is like, i'm a concerned citizen and i'm like yeah sounds fake yeah and uh, again i was I just like don't buy, i don't buy it again i was like where is your alfred i know did you sneak away from the alfred yeah don't do that well apparently it's jim's weekend <laughs> it's that's right Jim, it's, it's his child visitation weekend oh that makes sense and look at what he does with it i know he almost gets he wastes killed. It, the whole thing um and so this is when um jim's like uh uh because Br- bruce bruce wants him i think to go back to the gcpd to gcpd doesn't he and jim's like um you know or no 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 this is when jim is like bruce basically like Calm your tits. I can't do anything if you're involved trying to protect yeah, they, you. Yeah, they basically they send Bruce home because Azriel's coming. Yeah. Yeah. And he's coming after Jim. Yeah. And doesn't Barnes put him in a cell? Yes. He puts he puts yeah. Jim in a containment cell. Um actually I think oh, that's no, in, no, it's later. That's in that's the next later. scene, I think. Yeah. Um so we get a really quick shot at this point of Penguin. Um, and he is talking to Grace's corpse. Yeah, who's still dead. Who's still dead, but I think he right put the there. head back. I don't remember her head being gone, though. I, he held it up, and I got the sense it was she was beheaded. I don't remember that, but I'm, I can't, I can neither confirm nor deny. Um, and so this, like, again, this is all we get of him, and he turns the TV on, and he starts seeing news about Azriel. It's creepy. Yeah, I think it was just to remind us that, yep, we haven't forgot about Penguin. Calm down. 
Good job. He's he's got something cool to do later, but you know. Um, so we do go back to the GCPD and um you know, Barnes thinks that they're going to comb the city. They're going to find this this crazy guy. And Jim's like, I'm going to go with. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's giving the speech. He's up on the, in the, on the balcony. Uh, you know, the, the, the captain's balcony. Yeah. Um, where SM where, should be standing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's giving the speech to this whole police department. And we're texting at each other like, these people should not be here. This is dangerous. Yeah. Um, the GCPD is not a safe place. But he gives the it speech. It never has been. <laughs> and Jim is standing like almost right behind him like a second. Yeah, like where like, he would stand is, if he was still with the force. I'm like, why is Jim here? At all. He should have nothing to do with any of this. Yeah. Um, and so this is when um, Barnes is like, oh, you're, you're not going with. Uh, you're going to stay here for your own protection. And Jim's like... Uh, I'm not a cop anymore. I can do whatever I want. And Barnes is like, yeah, except for I'm going to arrest you uh, because I know you were part of that jailbreak. And so this is when they put him in the holding cell. There it is. And I'm like, good job, Jim. Um, And so this is when we get a really quick bit with um, Strange walking through Arkham. And he is he's deciding on what stories to use. So with many his new sto- plan. Oh, he's so, he's like a kid in a candy store. And he's store. reading Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, Hatter. And well, I think this is the second Hatter reference. There was a, uh, another Hatter reference earlier in the episode where somebody, somebody called somebody as mad, mad as, as a Hatter. Hatter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is our second Hatter, which, okay, when we talked about that, this on the drive over here was, yeah. we want you really want to see the Mad Hatter. I love Mad Hatter. I just beat the Mad Hatter and Batman Arkham Knight. By the way, it was really cool. Um, <laughs> it was way cool. There was a rabbit. I had to beat him up. It was sweet. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> I hope it was an evil rabbit because it, buns deserve better it treatment. It was not. I couldn't actually really beat him up because it was the guy I was trying to rescue dressed as a rabbit. Anyway, long story short, I beat the the, the, the storyline. Anyway, yeah. um, I don't want to see Hatter... Yet. You think it'll be too much clutter? I think we have too many villains. Uh, we have almost too many villains already. They've yeah. introduced so many yeah. uh, different villains right now that it's going to get cluttered and they're not going to be able to. Uh, I mean, and then what are you going to do next season? What are you going to do about season four? What are you going to do for season five? If you hit so many villains up front yeah. this quickly. But I'm worried though, and I just thought about this, if... They take care of Strange and beat him at the end of this season, which they might. I, I'm not sure that they will or if they're going to string him out longer. Then there's nobody there to make them mad Hatter. That doesn't mean somebody else won't take over. That's true. That's true. Like Nigma. I just want Jervis Tetch. Like I know lot. you do. I, I love Matt Hatter. Do. I know. But I mean, he could. But I totally get where you're coming from. Like, like he could create, like this could be the initial creation story because, the, you know, there's all these different possibilities that he could create, go ahead and start creating them and then Hugo Strange be gone. Yeah. But then those people still exist. Yeah. Yeah. And Arkham just becomes the cesspot of yeah. evilness that it is which it which we know it to be it's a revolving door for it crazies really is. but then i mean if they go ahead and create all these bad guys then they can start the revolving door yeah but i just don't want him i don't want them to introduce them yeah so quickly give us something to look forward to yeah that's i guess that's what i'm trying to say okay give us that's, something to look forward to that's valid the egg the easter eggs are fine but but if we get him i will scream yeah i know so yeah it's okay um, so we go to uh, Barnes again at the GCPD, and um, 
he's talking to Jim, telling him there's no news, basically. Um, reminding him that he's locked him up for his own good. And I'm just like, you don't know me, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and so Jim says something about, like, he's like, you are too black and white. Sometimes you have to break the law. Um, and Barnes again sticks sticks to his guns and is like, no, no, that's a, no, there's never just no, just go with the law. And so this is when, of course, the lights flicker ominously and go out. And I'm like, ooh, he's there. And Asriel just comes in through a window like a wrecking wait, wait. ball. James Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, Barnes tries to law him by going, like, step forward and da-da-da-da-da. And Asriel's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that, basically. And he's like, um, new I life, just, New life who dis? New life who dis. And he's like, um, I just want to kill Jim Gordon. So That's if you let me wants. do that... Nobody else has to die, basically. Which sounds... I was like, take sounds the offer. Fair. Sounds fair. I was fair. like, take the offer. But Barnes is an idiot. And so, um, Asriel's like, okay, uh, this is on you, buddy. And he starts killing all the officers. How many times are they going to get massacred in their own juice? Well, we were talking about they needed to move. You said move next door. Yep. And I said, you mean in Wayne Manor? Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's plenty of room. There, there is. Um, and so this is when uh, they have uh, somebody release Jim. Um, but, of course, Asriel attacks, takes more officers down. Now, I thought the scene was pretty cool. Yeah, and so, um, but he runs out of bullets before he can shoot Jim. Well, was it? He he grabs the gun. He says, oh, this is an interesting contraption. Thunk, thunk. Yeah. And it's out of bullets. And it's out of bullets. Um, and so this is when Barnes tackles him. Oh, wait. He calls it an amazing tool of destruction. Yeah. And um, he gets shot. Like, Azrael gets shot repeatedly, and it does no good, but they keep doing it. It's bouncing off his armor. Um, and so he... Uh, <laughs> Barnes tells Jim to get a bigger gun while he he's going to lure Azrael up the stairs. And I'm like, this is a horrible idea. And we thought Jim made bad life choices. Yeah, yeah. So they go up to the roof and, um, you know, Barnes, like, puts this rebar or whatever through the door. Like, yeah, that'll stop him. Sure. And, um, of course, Azrael gets through. Because he has super strength. Yeah. And so he, uh, Azrael wants to know where Jim is. And he's like, listen, uh, you know, just tell me where Jim is. And Barnes is like, oh, what? Then you'll let me go. And he's like, no, we're way past that. But I will make it painless. And, um, of course, Barnes refuses because he's stubborn as all hell. And um, he has this fight. He has this fight with Azrael, but but all he has is a pipe. And I'm just like, hmm. Um, and, of course, Azrael's sword beat pipe. I didn't know if you have ever played that variant of uh, rock, paper, scissors, pipe, sword. Um, but, <laughs> but, yeah. No, no. Can't say that I have. Would but be, sword uh, beats pipe. Okay. Sword beats pipe. Good yeah. to know. Good to know. So, um... And uh, I've only ever played rock, paper, scissors, lizard spot. No, so the sword shatters on the pipe. Sorry. It does break in half. Because it's a cheap ass replica. Okay, so pipe beats sword. Yes, pipe beats sword. Okay. And then sword beats rock, I guess. Flesh. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, we find that out in a second. Um, because Azrael's like freaking out because he's like, what the what? This is my sword of sin. And um, so Barnes, um, he, he's able to knock off Theo's mask and they're like, the fuck? The reveal. And of course, but this is when Theo takes the broken hilt of the sword and stabs him just the same. Oh, no. And Stab him with the pointy end. And we're all very, very sad we're also very upset so everybody sad. was so so upset 
And Jim arrives and thinks about having an emotion but doesn't. Because, um, of course, he sees Theo and he's like, the fuck? And so Jim, of course, tries to shoot him, which, and again, misses. it doesn't work, people. Yeah. Um, that or Jim's a really bad shot. Yeah, that's true. A little bit of both. That's true. Um, Theo falls off the roof. Um, he slams into a news van below. And, of course, this is when all these camera crews see <gasps> Theo Gallivan. Da, 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 da. So, yeah. Former Mayor Gallivan. Yeah. Oh, and, of course, no. Jim Jim is going to go treat um, Barnes and uh, the EMTs there. Uh, they come and they take him away. So, and- he survives at least long enough to be picked up by the EMTs. Yes. But I think he's dead. Well, here he's going. He may have a final dramatic. Because it was so drama. Well, I think like the when reveal he was, of Galavan. Uh, it's, well, uh, I think Barnes is going to have to. I think Barnes needs to apologize to Jim. I think he does too. All right. Even though Jim really did kill him. Yeah, that's true. Um, and so this is when uh, Jim talks to Harvey and he's like, hey, guess who Guess who this Asriel dick is? Theo. So, yeah. Bullock asks, are you sure? Yeah. So we go to we go to the mob now. Um and <laughs> Stabby Babs. Butch Gilzine is there. Who? Butch Gilzine. Okay. Um is there with Tabitha and Stabby Babs and Stabby Babs is not coping very well. She is flipping through channels at like you know, the speed okay. of light. My TV does not change channels that quickly. Yeah, my TV won't keep up with me no. that quick. Um, and he's like, this is really creepy, babe. And she's like, just, she's fine. She's just, you know, she's coping. And so Tabitha's like, relax, honey. And she takes the remote out of her hand. Barb keeps flipping channels. She's still flipping channels without the remote. It's, yeah. It was great. And so she's like, honey, you need to relax. And um, Barb's like, I know. I make amazing cocktails. I'm going to make cocktails. What do you want? And Butch is like, I'd like a scotch. And she's like, no, gimlets. Gimlets for everybody. (laughs) And so he's like, great. And he's like, honey, when she leaves, he's like, honey, I I know you like her and all, but she crazy. And Tabitha's like, she's fine. Um, (laughs) This is right as Barbara's standing above them with a cleaver going, do you have any limes? Oh, that was hilarious. And <laughs> that was great. But this is when Tabitha sees Theo on the news revealed <gasps> as this masked guy. And she's like, you know, dumbfounded. The fuck? Yeah. That's, that actually should be the title of this episode is The Fuck? <laughs> and so this is when we get another shot of, real quick shot of Penguin. Who's watching the same broadcast. Who's watching the same bro- broadcast, and he gets very excited that his old friend is alive, which means he can kill him again. Oh, yay. This is actually a pretty cool concept for um, for your Oswalds, who would really probably pay money to have their enemies resurrected so they can kill them repeatedly. That's true. That's so, I mean, that's, true. that's a pretty good market Strange yeah. Strange could have. Sounds good. Um, so this is when we finally get Alfred, uh, because Bruce and Alfred are watching the news, and... Um, Alfred's like, that's fake. That can't happen. He was dead. And so, of course, Bruce gets on the the train that Jim was on earlier, which is strange, did it? And um, he's like, he tells Alfred that nothing good is happening in Gotham. And it's like, it, just now you're figuring this out? Yeah. Well, Alfred keeps wanting to turn a blind eye to it all. He yeah. wants to be play isolationist. Because he wants Bruce to ignore it. Yes. Um, so this is when we go to Arkham and... Ed is there, and he uses his uh, his science his spritzer experiment, 
and he finds the the elevator that's hidden. Uh-huh. And he takes it down to Indian Hill and he has another duh fuck moment because I think he just thought it was like a back door, a secret back door. Yeah. I don't think he realized it's an elevator. The extent. And we I listened to that scene You were hoping to hear a Jerome. couple times. I was hoping to hear a Joker laugh or something. But they but haven't resurrected him yet. Uh, but well, see, I just want, but I was hoping for the um I was hoping for the teaser of yeah. a Joker laugh, you know? That's the thing, though. Like, Jerome already had a pretty distinct personality. Yes. What story would Strange give him that he would be the Joker? I don't know. So, that's going to be interesting. If that's the way that goes down, which I don't know that it will. Um, so, Ed's kind of freaking out, and he hears all the prisoners screaming and everything like that. Um, and so, our last shot is Jim walking away. Um... And so we see the bridge above him. Azrael is watching. That's a very Batman. It's Arkham. such a Batman yeah. shot. And I was like, um, okay, Azrael, you literally the could have z- just killed him right then. The zoom in close up was just <laughs> the yeah. cherry on top. It, it was, was it was cheese. It was it was awesome cheese though. Yeah. So. I so, thought it was yeah. hilarious. It's very, very comic book-esque. Very, 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 very. A lot of the scenes shot in this episode, there was a shot of of, 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 of the front of Arkham Asylum that was very comic book-esque. Um, you know what made me think of it is, um, you know, when Azrael's uh, getting away the first time and he, mm-hmm. when Bruce sees him? Yeah. And he's, it's like this series of arches, yeah. but it looks almost like panels. Ooh, comic book panels yeah, yeah. and he's jumping from one to the other yeah that, that would and, and if that was the case if that was intentional i think that's kind of cool yeah so it is cool if it's so I'll, i will head canon that we have feedback we do have feedback uh franzi wrote in and so it's a very short email from for for, for franzi that's yeah she's still geeking out over uh over civil war she is and we can't wait to get to it so we can actually read your emails yeah because they're killing john yeah by the way but in a good way uh okay franzi says hey there hi so much flickering light it hurt my eyes a little bit but that aside i enjoyed a lot of this episode crazy james fran was to say it in hugo strange's words wonderful (laughs) and ed manipulating everyone was a delight to watch i highly enjoyed it when he was sneaking around until he finally found what he was looking for though it was pretty convenient there weren't any surveillance cameras yeah that's a good Mm. point who we know strange loves him some surveillance cameras at arkham he is the voyeur yeah he is he is uh bruce calling out barnes was great that guy annoys the shit out of me. I was really happy when he got his ass kicked by Azrael, and I can only hope he won't make it. <laughs> he's the you only and me both, Franzi. He's the only character that is more boring than Jim. That's <laughs> and you a know that's really sa- that's really saying something. Uh, okay, she says. Speaking of Azrael, when he got the sword and the task to kill Jim, I felt like I was in the middle of an online RPG. What would have been his reward if he had succeeded? 200 experience points and the title Slayer of Captain No Facial Expressions. He would have leveled up for that. Like I think that, well, you know, he's a level one character. Yeah. That would immediately That's have brought so him to the That's so sad. That means Jim, like, he couldn't even do the level, like, the first level, which, you Aww, know. That, like, the, that was the tutorial mission, too. Yeah, where Aww. it's like rats and goblins in the Aww. sewers. Oh, poor yeah. Azrael. Yeah. He'll get him next time. Uh, I bet you were reminded of Assassin's Creed when he climbed up the building and fled. Yup. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, but jokes aside, I really liked Azriel's look. I 
think the fight choreography could have been better, but maybe I'm just spoiled by the amazing choreographies from the Marvel series. Yeah. Or other DC series like Arrow, which we've never seen. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to next week. I hope we'll get more Oswald. It seemed that we he was having a rough time since he killed everyone, including the dog. Still mad about that. Yeah. Yeah. We all are. Yeah. Okay. And then we heard from Gina. Yay. Hey, ladies. Uh, you know, I was watching the episode. I felt a sudden wave of pity for a group of characters on Gotham we have never seen. The GCPD HR department. This was the best email. This was so great. I want to read this fan fiction. Yes. Uh, holy shit, their lives must suck. They constantly <laughs> have to find people, uh, new cops, due to constant attacks inside their very own police department or because they've gone to Arkham for murdering other co-workers. <laughs> Not to mention having to deal with insurance companies for damages done during one of these attacks inside the GCPD. Think about it. In the last two years, there have been about four attacks inside the GCPD. Victor's attack, the electrocutioner, the maniacs, and now Azriel. The rates must be through the roof. I felt more pity for the pretend HR department than I felt for Barnes, who may be dying, which is my beef with this episode. <laughs> oh, the HR department, man. It was great. That was awesome. That made me happy. Uh, overall, it was a good episode. We got some Ed being a better doctor than Strange while still being his lovable, crazy self. We got some Barb who is clearly off her rocker and freaking butch out, which is not hard to do. No, it's really not. Uh, Oswald in his murder house with the head back on gray. So apparently, I thought he cut her head off. Okay, apparently yeah, you're th not the only one who I thought, thought he cut so, the head yeah. off. I apparently filed that away somewhere and forgot about it. Yeah. Uh, we got some great what the fuck is wrong with you looks from Mrs. Peabody. I love watching B.D. Wong is strange. Him telling Jim everything is wrong with him and his work with Azrael and selling him on that idea were some great scenes. Bruce looking at Azrael with awe and wow really smacks you with how the idea of Batman gets lodged in his head. Yeah. I did have an issue with the scene before. That, uh, that was active crime scene with bodies hanging upside down. Uh, she says upside now, but I think that's supposed to be upside down. Yeah. And Barnes is holding a press conference in front of the dead bodies and letting everyone trample a crime scene. Yeah, Just that because was Barnes bizarre. is an idiot. Yeah. Uh, there's also a child and a former cop also there for no reasons. Oh, God, Barnes is the worst. <laughs> the weak spot was Barnes. He always and is. And it's because the writers have not made me care about him at all. Yeah. I know nothing about him, and when he's on screen, there is nothing likable about him. Even, Even when we got his, his tragic backstory. I know. I didn't give a shit. No, nobody did. Uh, even when Jim is holding him and he may be dying, I felt nothing. I just wanted him to go away so we could have more Azrael fight scenes. Hell, give me more Barb freaking Butch out or Ed working the crazies. It's not the actor's fault. He's just been giving a really shitty role to play. We were so excited when he was cast. I know, because I really like Michael Chiklis. Um, great ending with Ed finding Indian Hill and even looking a little freaked out about what he's found. When you freak out a crazy person, you've done your job. Yeah. I want him to work with Strange now. Those two could really do some damage, and Mrs. Peabody could give them eyesight, side eye all day long. <laughs> Raise a gimlet gem, gin and lime, or should it be called a stabby babs? It should absolutely be called a stabby babs. Yes. And let's see where the crazy train takes us. Yeah. Gina. So thank you, Gina, for writing in the HR department story. I want to read that story. I know, right? I want that episode. Yeah. Oh, God. You Wouldn't know, that be those, great? Like, those like filler episodes and it's like this lone HR person just trying to deal with just filing. Just trying to cope with all this shit. Filing to deal, to 
trying to file yet another claim. Yep. On their insurance yep. for uh, for yet having another to, having to be on the phone and be like, yes, again. No, there were only four fatalities. Five guys went to the hospital. Yeah. No, this was not the assassin. This was some crazy guy in a suit. No, it was a sword. Yes, yeah. I said a sword. Yes, he was armed, but no, it was not with a gun. <laughs> so, yeah, that'd be great. No, I can't describe him. He was wearing a mask. And this yeah. will become the regular every yeah. day in Gotham. Yeah. So... Anyway. Um, it's like, it reminded me of that post that I, I've seen on Tumblr where it's like, what if um, the insurance agency in Gotham is like, okay, you pick three villains. <laughs> and like, if you're like, okay, listen, Joker's more active in my district. So I pick Joker, Penguin and Two-Face. And then, you know, you change your coverage based on who's out of Arkham and stuff like that. Yeah, and then you're yeah. like, oh man, I just removed Red Claw off my policy. And, you know, so yeah. Yeah. It reminded yeah. me of that. Yeah. They let you pick three and they'll cover anything just for those three villains. Man Bat, when did he come on the yeah, scene? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. Which Man Bat created himself. But anyway. Yeah. That's all I have. That's all I have. Yay. So, uh, so yeah, thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. See you next week. <laughs>